Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Hey folks, after technical difficulties... And a tornado of rage by my co-host, Brick75. We are live for lols. Brian, everyone knows that you've had to be restrained today. Some people might not know what's going on. Can you set the scene for us? Tell us what's going on. Are we uh, technically, are we live? Let's make sure this is working. I see our video feed uh, on Yeah, our video feed's going. Everyone's going. Okay. Yeah. Um... I, I mean, where where to start, Peter? Where where to start? So let's all start where with what I saw, and I saw Osimo post a screenshot from a two game slate uh, of lols, and yeah. uh, you were shipping first and second place for a combined thirty thousand dollars, and Osimo um, was kind of triggered that you were going to win there with the the game stack. It looked like you only had one player remaining, so. Why don't you now flash forward to where we are now? Because I would just assume you have 30,000 in your account, right? <laughs> I do not have 30,000 in my account. So let's start with money. Let's start with money really quick. I just want to, I just want to briefly, we'll go back to these, but like, I just want to briefly. So Monday outlaw golf. Oh, my, wow. We're going chronological. Okay. I just went really chronological. So outlaw golf, I had Noah Hoffman in my cash lineup and 15% of my GPPs. So basically dead from the start, this guy uh, didn't realize he was in the tournament. <laughs> so all my lineups were dead from the beginning. Tuesday, Counter-Strike Go. I was – so this is two days in a row. Um, the draft – there's been some sort of internet delay. I don't know what the Counter-Strike Go one was, but tonight it was uh, – the, the League of Legends today was an internet problem, connectivity problem. But the day before, Counter-Strike Go had a uh, uh, best of three match. The last one, they didn't finish it for some reason. And so that day, I was first, third, and fourth in the uh, uh, the big one there. So that was 22000 And they made the ruling that they were going to finish the second, the third game the next day and count it. And then so today, same thing happens. Second game gets postponed due to connectivity issues, and they uh, decide, even though it wasn't played, it didn't start, which is uh, what Alex keeps posting on Twitter, is the difference in their rules explanation is the uh, 
the games that are started have different rules than games that didn't start at all. So like if a game was rained out in MLB, they never, I've played, you know, pretty much every slate for, I don't know how many years now. And they've, they've always just not counted those. Um, even if they start the next day within 24 hours. And so now they're counting it. So that's uh, three days in a row with some uh, bummer luck. And then we start, try to start our YouTube show. <laughs> and Taylor has uh, some, some uh, computer problems, our producer, and, and, and we're a little delayed, so we apologize. But that's been my last three days of DFS. Not that anyone gives a shit, but it, it's uh, still interesting. So, it, I mean, I'm curious what your working theory is. I mean, I have mine, and that involves the Illuminati and reptile <laughs> people conspiring against you to take away all of your money. And I, I believe the sites are in on it. What's your personal theory? What's going on? And don't go all math. I mean, just say, hey, man, it's just variance, just bad string. This happens. We need something juicy, dude. I, I was this close to tweeting at Tommy G to start investigating <laughs> what the fuck is going on here. So, yeah, I'm, I'm on board. So my, my theory is uh, that they, they both of these events, the Counter-Strike Go one for sure, um, even though most people I think would disagree with that, but uh, in today's where if this was regular season, there was no coronavirus and these were like the major sports, they would just, they would just pay it out and do a showdown for tomorrow's slate. Yeah. Um, and because they have no showdown for League of legends, they can't do that. And so if they cancel the slate, they know they're going to have to refund money or give out a whole bunch of free money and pay out. They just said, we're just going to use this clause and the rules that we could, we could just start the game whenever we want, which I'm not even hundred percent convinced that that's what that rule says that they can start it whenever they want. And um, you know, I, I said this before we went live is like, I'm glad, uh, you know, Alex and other people are complaining too, because, you know, it looks bad for me. I'm in first. So it looks like I'm trying to just get some cash or whatever, but like, I mean, you, you, it's, um, I, I honestly didn't even care that much until Alex started DM me, get me riled up. And then, so I started posting on it and then a bunch of dummies and Twitter were giving these ridiculous responses that make nonsensical responses. I, and I did want to, I did want to pass on one of the responses and I thought the guy made a good point and I'll just okay. kind of relay it to you now. Um, he said, um, why don't you just win like a man? <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. I actually retweeted him uh, or screenshotted him and he's followed by Noah Hoffman. <laughs> he has like 30 followers. And one of them is the guy who fucked me on Monday. <laughs> How is that possible? What are, what are the odds Tommy G helped me? Well, first he of all, I just, first of all, I do want to just, again, agree with this guy's point and like, yeah, you could have that $30,000, but you'd be a giant pussy dude. Um, and so you should probably just lose like a man. But first of all, Noah Hoffman, uh, how surprised were you that he's like a 24 year old frat bro? Yeah, it is kind of weird. You, you <laughs> picture these guys like being a little bit older. He hit he in his <laughs> apology uh, uh, tweet, which was you know nice of him. He doesn't have to friggin' say sorry to a bunch of gamblers. Uh, he he looked like a deer in headlights, didn't he? <laughs> like my favorite part was his people gamble this much money. <laughs> My favorite part was his buddy who's got like 230 Twitter followers and he's like, 
dude, people are talking about this. I want to become a content creator. How about this? You come over to my house. We'll put a couple Miller lights out on the table. I'll go all Tom Broca on your ass, ask you a few questions. We'll go viral, baby. Like I, just I think one of the time. Miller lights wasn't even open. And they, yeah, I was like, he, you picture him like, we got to get out ahead and we got to get ahead of this, right? We got to get out before the news happens. Meanwhile, the only people care are like 15 DFS degenerates. Well, didn't I see people were like, someone posted a Google Maps from where they thought Jake Hoffman was and how far it would take him to get to the tournament. <laughs> They're like, yeah, traffic looks pretty good, man. What if you just dart on over? Yeah, because I think it was his hometown is the listing on the website says your hometown. <laughs> so who knows if that's where he lives? It was like Phoenix, Arizona to the golf course, 45 <laughs> minutes. And I tried to get him to go. So I offered half my winnings if I won, if he would make it and they'd let him in. And then... Um, What's the, what's, um, what's that one guy's name? Uh, I can't remember. Third and Schlong or Brian. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he matched me. So like we could have, uh, we, we didn't offer him. We offered, offered it to the COVID-19 charity of his, his choosing. You should but that just, wasn't enough. You got to stop asking and you just need to have black car service roll up to his house. Just, get in Noah. Get in Noah. Grab your clubs. Yeah. It um, wasn't a manly enough offer apparently. Yeah. So yeah, you've had uh, quite the uh, quite the string here. Uh, what if the guy? What if the guy who wants me to be a man is his buddy? <laughs> it's like his burner account. Yeah, I mean it could be. I mean I think that's kind of the thing I always tell myself is you know sometimes I'll make a play in DFS or you know I'll complain and I just I tell myself you got to be a man, dude. You gotta be a man. Yeah. You gotta play DFS at home at your computer like a man. Yes. Because winning is all about being a man somehow. That's what that's what's going to get these guys to the top. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm nervous. I'm actually nervous because I didn't know that people knew that. And I'd like that. Yeah, I'd like that guy to tell Jade Roper you have to be a man to win at the <laughs> She's got. She's won more money than any of us. Oh yeah. And uh, um, yeah, so here's another thing that fucking pissed me off. You know, <laughs> I told you. I told you guys, brick was going to go off. So so Alex. Of course, he goes. You should just email your rep at DK. So I'm like, okay, I'll 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 email my rep. The guy fucking responds with the rules and says, contact support for more questions. If you have more questions, just totally like fucking it. basically ghosts me. It's like I you don't think I saw the ruling? That's why I'm fucking emailing you. Uh, it- and and all, all I said was, okay, this if this happened in baseball. The precedent that's set is this gets canceled, right? Yeah. That's all I want. All I want. And so the real answer is yes, that's exactly what happened. I don't give a fucking shit if weather is predictive. Twitter fuckers. I don't care. Hey, hey, hey you're coming for Kevin Ross livelihood right there. If you say weather <laughs> isn't predictive. But... That has absolutely nothing to do with it. It's like there's a precedent set in how they do this. And it doesn't matter if it's two gamer or three gamer that League of Legends has less games. It's, it's irrelevant. So they, 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 if they did this, if they do this in MLB, why are they doing this now? And the reason is probably because they're losing money hand over fist. And I can't blame them. You know what I mean? There's no sports. There's no showdown, right? At the very least, I would figure they would go like, here's a Millie Maker ticket. Go away. <laughs> you know what I mean? Something I like you're gonna that. say, here's a million dollars. Go away. I'm oh, like, God, wow, you're they only do that really to <laughs> a select group. I haven't, uh, wasn't on any TV shows. You haven't done any full spreads either. 
No, did she? <laughs> wow, come on, catch up to the times, Brian. God damn, I don't, I don't pay attention enough. Um, but seriously, this rep, how lazy is this rep? It, if I'm that rep, yes, I know that I don't have a good answer for you, but I say, I'm going to look into this and get back to you. He just said, call customer support yourself. What kind of rep is that? Yeah, I, I, I don't get it. Um, yeah, I, I mean, especially like, I mean, now I'm going to sound like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm big shot or something, but I, you know, I spend a ton of fucking money there or I rake a ton of money either way. And, you know, DraftKings has been awesome to me and I, you know, made a good living. So it's hard to complain, but yeah, it's like, I'm surprised they didn't be like, man, you know, this is the, this is, you know, sorry, we're going to look into this. Here's a Millie maker ticket for Saturday or when, yeah, the fight Saturday, right? He, he, your rep comes back to me. He's like, here's what I can do for you, Brian. We got a big MMA card on Saturday. If you play um, a hundred thousand dollars worth of contests, we'll kick you in a iRacing $10 ticket for next week. You know, wow. that's, that's what I do. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, that might be worse. <laughs> that might be like a worse response. And, and I think that it, because it was a two gamer, like they're going to get so much heat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, where I think they'd get less heat by just playing it out. Yeah. But like in any, any, any circumstance in the, in, um, and I, I think the counter-strike go ruling was wrong as well. I just didn't complain about it. Cause like, okay, whatever, I get it. But like in baseball, if they've had, you know, if you go five innings or more and then it starts pouring, they can postpone that game to the next day. And it's happened a bunch of times. And then yeah. they play the last few innings. They never count those. Yeah. They never, they might've counted one over the last six, some years. I don't remember one. Yeah. I mean, it is like all jokes aside, it is an interesting discussion. I mean, you it just in general, um, playing some of these fringe sports and i know that you it like a lot of us assume that there's a lot of kind of um risk built into some of the stuff we've talked about match fixing you know all of this miscommunication stuff with scoring all of this stuff how do you reconcile like okay this might be a profitable dfs you know um venture just because it's so new and maybe people are figuring things out on the other hand there's a ton of risk involved with all of these, uh, dare I go to Leb and say, uh, uh, black swan events that are screwing you out of uh, potential money. Do you, do you consider those kind of events when you're playing these contests? Yeah. I mean, no, I don't like consider the, uh, the, those, the, those type of events, but yeah, I do. Th I, I've talked about this with uh, some other DFS players of coming up with like a risk of ruin, number that uh individual players can have you know attributed to themselves um like an example would be like a, a spurs player see you know san antonio spurs player because popovich is so um volatile with his starting lineup and substitutions that like projecting minutes isn't really dead on accurate in that situation and so uh you know it's a little complicated but like he was thinking about some uh some ways to get around that where it's like, okay, well, this guy's got a higher risk of ruin and compared to his ownership percentage and yada, yada, yada. But um, not for, um, not for weather or internet connections, I guess, in esports. I mean, it, do, it doesn't matter. Everyone plays by the same, the same gamble, you know? So like, I, 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 
I don't even care if they want to go, uh, if they just want to keep this going forward. So in baseball, we get the postponed game. Then if it's in 24 hours, fine, whatever. Yeah. Just what are the fucking rules? Um, and they, and they don't have, they, they, and, and in the rules, it's set, it's basically just arbitrary. We could start the time whenever the fuck we want is what it says. Um, it, the way they're interpreting it anyways. I'm not, I'm not sure that that's the way you can, you can interpret that. Yeah. And I'm not really sure if there is any legal action, like if precedent matters, I'm not a lawyer, but like they for sure have years of not doing this. Um, but do you think just to be, be, be fucking consistent, right? Same shit from here on out. Well, that's what I was just going to say. Do you think that they, if this was a much larger GPP with way more people impacted, like obviously like, so you, you had 30,000, how much of the prize pool was that what was the prize pool? Hundred thousand? It wasn't that seventy-two, I think. So I had like most of it. You had like <laughs> almost half the prize pool. So you were going to represent, you know, yeah. a large portion of yeah. any outrage. Do you think they think they can just sweep it under the rug? They don't have legions of people upset about this like they did the Jade Roper stuff. Do you think that they just want to move on and aren't handling it in a in a fair and equitable way? Maybe, I, but I re- I really think it's it's mainly like. Well, we if we if we if we postpone this, people are gonna we're gonna have to refund people. Yeah. If we don't, we won't, and let we need money right now, and we don't have showdowns, so we can't make it up, because otherwise we just do a showdown tomorrow and make back our our losses, and then you know give out some free thirty thousand, you know free roll, to the people who got screwed or something. Have you ever uh, thought about? How selfish you're being considering DraftKings, this little old company that just IPO'd and got valued at $6 billion, that maybe you're just kind of <laughs> trying to take money out of them and you might bankrupt them? Possibly. I mean, they do lose money every year, but um, they are valued at quite quite a bit. I, but yeah, I, I honestly, I don't, I, it, it's like, whatever, don't, don't pay me, that's fine. But like, this is going to happen in baseball. We got Korea, you know, to see uh, the KBO going right now. It's gonna happen. I don't know if it rains in Korea, but I'm assuming it does. And it's gonna happen again. And let's see how they handle it. And it's just gonna be bullshit. It's just gonna they're gonna just make up bullshit. And so like these these rules, I don't like. I don't want any government to you know officials to get involved. So I probably won't make a stink out of it. But like, I I'd rather have them you know the the free market decide it. But like, and, and DraftKings has that postponement option you know like they just postpone the slate and that makes more sense and you could do like on the three game slate or smaller we postpone it something like that uh definitely a two gamer i could see that too but like come on have some fucking consistency what right? hap- what happens brian if this week your rep reaches out some people are floating this idea in the chat they slide you a nice little thirty thousand dollar check under the table make you sign an nda I come here on Lulz next week. We got our pals in the chat. I say, so Brian, what happened? What's your move? Well, once Jade gets back to me <laughs> and I speak to her lawyer and I see how much he's going to get me, <laughs> then I make, you know, weigh the pluses and minuses. Yeah. And maybe she got more than a million, you know, for defamation. Can I be, if, if this does go to court, can I be on your legal counsel? I just really want to be a part of a trial about League of Legends DFS. I might just have you be my legal counsel <laughs> by starting now. Like, fuck it. <laughs> there, you heard it here. <laughs> <laughs> 
All Over questions to yeah. Peter, my lawyer. The law firm of Peter Overzet. I litigate specifically in DFS grievances. And uh, I just retroactively made Jade my client and, uh, and Brian, and we are going to uh, make sure justice is served. Uh, all right, let's talk Korean baseball. Um, I had sent you a message this morning and you didn't reply till a little later. And I, my theory was Brian stayed up until lock and was sleeping in. It was I close? Wrong. No, Wrong. I, just had something to do. I did not play last night. You did? You, I thought you told me because there was a big GPP you wanted to play. I was thinking about it, and I, I just I decided not to. It wasn't worth it. I was kind of busy. Yeah. Um, it's just like it's like at the worst possible time. For pretty much any time zone. Maybe the West Coast. The West Coast, 2.30. That's not too bad. Yeah, the West Coast can get away. I was, like, excited to play it. And then I realized the whole thing with the starting lineups. And I've already yeah. tried to get better after League of Legends, that, that kind of vicious stretch there of resetting some good habits, some sleep schedules. And then I see KBO, and I'm like, I don't think I can do this, guys. And also, the way their lineups have come out so far, it's only we only have two days, but – you get about 30 minutes before a lock. Is there a Kenzie of KBO who's tweeting these out? You know, I think there was some guy. Um, I was just in the Osmo Slack, and those guys were on top of it the first day. So, um, but you, it's it, and it's a real pain in the ass too if you're making your own models because you have to adjust for the what you know what batting order they're in. Um, and so 30 minutes is not a lot of time and you're, you know, it's three in the morning or four in the morning, depending on where you live. Like, yeah. do you really want to fucking do this shit? So like my strategy, if I'm going to do it again tonight or going forward, the new, the midnight slates I'll probably do, but the, uh, I don't even know if they have any more, if that was just an opening day thing, but my strategy will be like to run my lineups whatever during the day at night before i go to bed and then set a timer wake up and just pop in whoever's in the starting lineup just just global swap global swap global swap go back to bed and like that's but it's probably the games aren't are probably not that sharp right now um and it doesn't look like a ton of the uh top baseball guys from mlb are playing there are there are a bunch but not 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 all of them so it's probably a decent edge to be had, but if you're doing it that way, the way I'm, I'm talking, thinking about doing it, like how much edge do you have? I don't know. It's a pain in the ass. I'd love to do it. It's baseball. I can do yeah. it, but like, I don't know. Let if you're if you are in the chat and you are playing KBO, let us know how you're doing it. And what I'm actually curious about is not that you're doing it. I'm curious: Are you taking naps later in the day? How how are you how are you pulling this off in uh, in a you know a sleep schedule kind of way because uh, it's an issue. Can you nap? I can if I'm really really tired. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not a good napper. I had like the what I basically have to do is go on what my college schedule was, which was you know stay up till four or five a.m. every night playing video games and and whatnot, and then take like a three hour nap in the afternoon. But I'm I'm a you know a 32 year old grown ass man with a job and uh, you weren't and doing wife. drugs at that hour were you? No, I would never. Okay, no. okay thank you. Yeah. Um, 
It's going to have to end the stream. Yeah. Someone in the chat did say there's a Twitter handle. Uh, DFS KBO is tweeting out lineups nightly. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Wait a second. Is it? <laughs> See, as someone who the other night got burned by a fake Patrick Laird in a Periscope chat, um, <laughs> Noah, is this the real Noah Hoffman? Um, if so, I just love the idea about Noah Hoffman becoming, um, a big DFS Lulz fan here, or Brian, did someone create an account, uh, and name themselves Noah Hoffman just to chat? If they do, uh, if they did, that's pretty strange. Um, but it's a man grown man move. So wait a second. Someone, someone started a Noah Hoffman tracker on Twitter too. <laughs> Like tracking what? Like his actual tracking physical no location? <laughs> this has got to be the same guy. Someone's fucking with us. Oh I love it. Yeah, I mean, I, I would love to live in a world where Noah Hoffman is now grinding KBO and wanted to hear what Brick75 had to say about it. Yeah, I wonder if that entry fee is probably yeah. about right. What a, I mean, trust me, as someone who, who does incredibly niche stuff, I mean, what it, what goes through your head when you're on Gmail and you're creating the new username and you go, the guy I'm going to parody is Noah Hoffman <laughs> from the Outlaw Golf Tour. Like what sick perverted fuck gets to that there's, point? There's like 12 people who are going to get this fucking joke. And we're two of them. I respect so it. I like it. I love it. I really respect it. But, but what? Speaking of outworking people, not only did he do Gmail, you know, a YouTube, but he did a Twitter one too. It's got to be the same guy. Noah Hoffman tracker account tracking yeah. if Noah Hoffman's going to play or not. Yeah, we tip we tip our cap to you. Um, how about just how about this one thing? So I, uh, because I'm a fraud DFS player, I have actually never regularly even played MLB. DFS. It looks like the the settings are pretty similar to regular MLB. What would you say um, for someone like me who has never played before? Maybe some like cliff note stuff of how you would go about playing KBO with the assumption that you're using someone like Osmo's projections or whatever. Oh God. Um, well, Fanduel. First of all, Fanduel is different. DraftKings is the same. So mm. Fanduel is is different uh, than their normal MLB offering. Yeah. Which I think I actually like better um, because the uh, Korean league has less games every night. So I think they'll get less dupes and FanDuel is a more dupey product in general yeah. in baseball. Um, I mean, I would just do ex the exact same thing. If you have a winning strategy in MLB, I'll do the exact same thing. I wouldn't change it as long as it's some sort of, you know, as long as you're scalable, you know, yeah. or dynamic. So like there's odds, uh, there's Vegas odds for it. Yeah. So I if mean, it's part of your process, you can just map it over and there's stats. You, just, you know, it'll take you a couple days to, to redo your baseball model, but you could do it. What about as far as I saw some conversations going uh, about just kind of the general stacking uh, rules. Do you have any, any thoughts? It would, on? Be the it would be the exact same thing. So in, um, in Dra DraftKings MLB, you want to stack, um, as much as you can in GPPs. Yeah. So yeah, five, five by threes, five by twos, five by zeros, uh, or one by one, um, four by fours, maybe four by threes, possibly four by threes in a five game. Um, 
but yeah, there, there's, there's, there's correlation. It's not League of Legends correlation. <laughs> and I sent you that DM with uh, my updated uh, uh, correlation uh, matrix. It's League of Legends is super correlated, um, but it is it is correlated. So you're gonna want to stick five mans in there quite a bit, in my opinion. That's how I would. That's how I would do it if I'm gonna keep playing. Yeah, and what? And then are pitchers completely independent of stacking stuff? No, no you. So you could. So in uh, FanDuel, um, you can't do full stacks with a pitcher. So in FanDuel, regular MLB, you could do a four by four is the biggest stacks you can do, and they won't let you add the pitcher in there. Okay. In DraftKings, they will. So you could do a five by three with a double pitcher stack if you wanted the correlation isn't as isn't as big as you or as useful because the win is whatever it is god it's been so long eight points or whatever for a win and usually you you know it takes 200 points to take down a gpp so it's a smaller percentage of the total amount of points you're going to need um you know you know comparatively to to other sports like like in league of legends you know like you could win with a you know, it depends on the, the league, but let's say 300 is the first place uh, score. Like you could get a hundred points out of one of your guys. Yeah. Right. You can get a big, large fraction of it. Uh, I saw uh, the guy who took down the big GPP. I think the first night he had an outfielder that had 30 points at 2.2% ownership. That's, yeah, that's nice. Was he a uh, one-off? Um, that I think I'm I took, sure. I think I took 10th in that. Okay. I didn't even look too tired I'm like eh, i hate this <laughs> yeah i mean these uh what's noah hoffman doing i was more worried about so noah hoffman is checking in the chat he says does anyone have a promo code for DraftKings? i'd like to try outlaw um noah it sounds like i am gonna have you as a client uh very soon <laughs> uh for my dfs lawyer practice uh i i appreciate your hustle out there um would that be the biggest scandal uh, in the world? Uh, God, right I, now? I pray that will happen. That <laughs> would be fucking fantastic. Um, Joe, Joe, uh, a lampy, less home runs in KBO. Yeah, that's the same thing. Like it's a lower scoring, the Korean league and uh, the League of Legends is lower scoring than the Chinese league. Like it doesn't matter. Like if you're, it's, it's in relation to their salary. And so, like, if the Korean league is all lower scoring, who gives a shit, right? It's still just what their points projection is related to their ownership, related to their salary across the board. I'm not, I'm not saying, uh, I'm not talking shit to you, Joe. You're, I love you, man. We're both men here, me and you. But uh, it doesn't matter. Like, so, uh, yeah, I saw that the Korean league was lower scoring, but like, it doesn't, it wouldn't matter in my process. There you go, Joe. Just be a man when you submit your lineups. I think that's kind of the uh, the moral of the story here. Um, all right, we do have lots of stuff uh, going on in DFS as we kind of transition out of this, you know, coronavirus era of DFS. Last week, if you missed it, we counted down our top ten DFS moments of the coronavirus era. And dare I say, if we did an updated list, we might even have a couple new things that would have made their way in. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, and the, the Noah Hoffman one was pretty fun. <laughs> like, no one knew where he was. 
And you get you gotta admit that the interaction with the athletes is is pretty fun uh, in this post coronavirus DFS landscape. I why did we even we should have attempted to get Noah Hoffman on. I bet we could have got him on tonight. Because he just stares at the screen, barely <laughs> blinks his eyes, and just yeah, I'm sorry that I. It's like Noah, buddy, you're gonna be fine, man. Everyone, oh. Every dog has his day. You know, I wouldn't have gone with the Miller Lite motif. You know what I mean? Just after you missed a early tea time, <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? Like if I miss an early tea time, there's probably 30% chance I was boozing the night before. You might've gone with like a green smoothie, something to show that you're getting your life back on track. Oh yeah. 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 Right. Like he just, he was filing his taxes or something like, yeah, honest mistake. Well, we, we do want to talk a little bit about MMA coming up, but one thing I did want to touch on the one uh, now that there's not a bunch of like larger LOL slates going on, I've already said, I'm not staying up till 5 30 AM. I'm just going to get outworked in KBO. I have Brian, very much been enjoying these weekend iRacing events. Have you? Yeah. Yeah. I, I like it. I, I think there's a big edge there, um, but we're probably on our last week. That's what I saw. So yeah. if, if you guys are, uh, haven't played it yet, the, basically the way the qualifying works, uh, the laps happen, what is it, generally 15, 20 minutes before lock? Yeah, you get about eight minutes to update your lineups. You get about eight minutes to update. If you are uh, using Osimo's projections, he pushes them out, uh, the updated ones, again, mm-hmm. with about eight minutes to spare. So depending mm-hmm. on what your process looks like, um, you can get a huge edge because the ownership isn't changing. The projected ownership is pretty solid, right. but the projections are massively changing for these guys that are starting in the back. And on top of that, although this is actually kind of a downside, there was overlay last week, but DraftKings, I noticed, dropped the prize pool from, it was 100000 up top down to 50000 this week. Yeah, they did They did drop it. And they're probably, who knows, maybe less people enter because the real thing's coming back, so they'll just wait a week. Um, but, yeah, that did, that did kind of suck. Um, but, yeah, if you can, if your process is down to where you can update your – progressions optimizer whatever the hell you're doing in eight minutes i mean maybe 10 percent of the guys are doing that even if you're hand building like a three max set or a single entry just um some amazing values pop up and some really chalky guys become automatic fades yeah um, based on their starting so i mean i don't even think you have to be doing 150 max or whatever to take advantage of it um, if you just want to hand build a couple um, in lieu of the starting lineups. And yeah, I mean, we were kind of trying to guess, like, I mean, I would just, I feel pretty comfortable saying like 70 to 75% of the field probably isn't adjusting their lineups in those eight minutes. Yeah. That's what I, yeah. I would say more than 70. I would, yeah. I would guess 10 to 20. Um, yeah. A lot of, we, if I, you know, I looked at some of the CSVs post race and there's definitely an edge. Yeah. Um, and I noticed this week, the iRacing event is on Saturday instead of Sunday, which it has been, which means we are set up for, I would say, the best DFS day in the post-coronavirus era with going from iRacing into a big MMA card. Yeah, I think it's the next LOL, then MMA. Let me, let me 
just double check that I'm not making this up. Yep, eleven o'clock, League of Legends, hundred k. Three o'clock, two thirty, the million dollar, the million dollar. Uh, oh no, wait, that's 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 the next week. The fifty thousand, the first I racing, and then five o'clock lock for the milli, uh MMA. Yeah, the it is. I am I am getting excited. We had that. We had the UFC Brasilia card, uh, which was the last one uh, before uh, everything got wiped out. And I remember even I was messaging with a buddy and I was like, I'm just savoring this right now because we have DFS. We're watching MMA on a Saturday and I know it's the last we're going to have of it for a while. And it ended up being about two months, uh, but we're back on Saturday. Lewis Sherman in the chat says, I think Brian should take his rage and enter the MMA card on Saturday. I'm pretty sure Dana White would add you to the card if you want it. Yeah, yeah, that's that seems like a bad decision. <laughs> um, you don't want to hop on a flight, head down to Florida, and uh, maybe we get like your DraftKings rep. You, you two in. Red? Yeah, no, no, you're going against your DraftKings rep. <laughs> I don't know what he looks like. Depends. <laughs> would you would you want to do more of the fight uh, on your feet or are you looking to take it to the mat i think i have to take it to the mat just just out of pure uh uh having no no striking skills for sure <laughs> like maybe i i weigh more than him and i could just kind of use that get on top of him and just lie down for a little bit so you're just kind of do you think you even have a submission in you or are you just trying to win by decision um so what i got three days to go to the local uh, brazilian jiu-jitsu well i think uh, you is it Ran, randone lives in chicago i think you probably just find out who he was training with right he doesn't live in chicago does he? oh i thought wasn't his training montage in chicago where that was video it? was sent i'm pretty sure so. it was someone uh, correct me in the chat well i'll be damned if i would see him in a bar I would have been like, fuck it, that's Chris fucking ran down and blow my mind. I had no idea. Would you run up and get an autograph? <sighs> um, yeah, I probably would. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, let's talk about this MMA card. Cheat. Yeah, let's talk about this MMA card. Uh, I'm very excited about it. We, we have talked about it in the past. I mean, how much better would MMA be if they had the League of Legends kind of showdown setup with a captain um i would re i was hoping they would do that during this time this downtime that yeah. they'd switch it up yeah yeah too many dupes i would go like five man with uh assistance of the regional captain as you say i was hoping you were gonna go with that. <laughs> so captain assistant to the regional captain and uh three more players i think would get you to the yeah. So a nice little range. to me, kind of the, one of the more interesting uh, like DFS discussion points on this slate is we, we obviously have one five round main event fight. The rest of them are three rounds. We have uh, Tony Ferguson versus Justin Gaethje, I think is how you pronounce it. Yeah. And um, good luck with those names. I, I mean, Tony Ferguson's an easy one. I'm pretty sure I heard someone say it's Gaethje. Okay. Uh, if someone wants to spell it out phonetically in the chat, I will allow you to well actually me. Um, Noah, but I, Noah Hoffman's a big Gaethje guy. Um, yeah. So 
So my question, and this came up because people have it front in mind, one of the all-time great MMA fit, uh, fights, the Weizing Joanna fight from a couple months ago, where both of them were in the optimal lineup because it went the full five rounds and both of them were scoring incredibly well. From what I'm reading, people, one, are saying that it's almost a lock that one of these two fighters will be in the winning optimal lineup based on the five rounds and how these two guys fight. And then of course the discussion comes up, how viable is it to have some lineups with both of them in it, considering Justin's price tag at 7,500, um, which if you look at any points per dollar metrics uh, on projection sites, he's just an insane value. So what are your thoughts on that just conceptually about two fighters from the same fight when they're the only guys in a five round contest. Fuck if I know, no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I, 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 it's clearly viable, right? It is. Um, it's, it's one, uh, it's one more than team in the in team in the captain slot in league of legends. So <laughs> it's more viable than that. Um, I, uh, I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent sure. <clears throat> It, it's pro my guess is it depends on the slate and how, and, and there's probably like a certain percentage of them that will give you, that will still be plus, uh, uh plus EV lineups. Yeah. And it's just going to vary by slate. So this, this fight specifically, I have it at 2.47 uh, rounds over under. Yeah. That's not five rounds of, of, of striking. Cause, cause the fight you reference, uh, Joanna, uh, and I can't remember the other the, the other girl. Lee, I believe they they both had like 130 strikes or something like that. Yeah, and that's what you need. That's what you yeah. need for this to happen. So it's it's going to be pretty rare. But the good news is you're going to have a lot uh, uh, a decent amount of unique lineups. But yeah. that fight with the Joanna fight, if I remember correctly, there was a ton of people who had that combo of them yeah. two in it. They so did. you're not even that unique in certain circum certain circumstances. So you got to. Uh, you got to you know, uh, weigh that into it as well, but at 2.47 rounds um, and let me get their um, knockout percentages too, which I think when I checked it, it was pretty high. So yeah, Ferguson knockout. Well, it's not that high 27% and Gagey already pronounced his name at 33%. So like 50 or 63% of the time there's going to be a knockout. Yeah. And one interesting thing uh, about that on that, then. right? Yeah, and and I and basically what I've read about these fighters, um, and also first of all, Justin. So he's coming off of three round one KOs. Uh, so that tells you this guy likes to come out swinging. And from what I, this was another insane stat I read about Justin. He absorbs nearly ten strikes per minute. So I mean, this guy is just willing to go in these bloodbaths, he's willing to dish it out and take it. So I do think that gives you some caution in stacking both of these, knowing how willing he is to just go balls to the wall right out of the gate. So to back you up your, your narrative there. Yeah. Um, Justin has a higher chance of winning in round one than Tony, despite being a two to one dog. Mm. Yeah. So that's pretty crazy. That, that's exactly what you just said. And, is what Vegas is thinking. Yeah. So that's definitely something to consider. And like the ownership I'm seeing right now, um, I, I was looking at both Roto grinders and Osimos. Um, 
I actually, I don't know if it's probably not good for me to just spill this. Well, on I have, I have, I have my own too. So I'll just say that because oh, yeah, Alex is behind the paywall, right? I yeah. Think. Um, mine is 40% for Tony and 36% for Justin. Yeah. And it could be a little higher than that for Tony, like in the 50 range. So like between 40 and 50 is what I'm looking at. Yeah. Like my thought again is it does seem like most lineups are going to have one of these two guys in it. It's, I think it sounds like it'd be pretty contrarian not to have one of those guys. Yeah, maybe, maybe, I mean, that's, I don't know how, how far down the road we want to get here, but that's, that is what I'm thinking is, is that I'm going to be contrarian. I'm going to fade, fade those guys pretty heavily. Yeah. So you're, you're going to go, you're going to go out of your way uh, to reduce your ownership. No, I never go out of my way, but through my process of adjusting for ownership, this is what it's spitting out as of Wednesday. We have a few more days to go here. So the thing is, is like looking at ownership, um, like those guys do look like two of the highest owned guys, but because like you said, um, there, there is just so many dupes and so many natural funnels. Like we're going to have so many guys in that 30 to 40% ownership range that I don't know if they're going to be that significantly higher owned than the rest of the field, but having want them in tandem, I think will be. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, that, yeah, that's definitely something to consider if, and that's an even more reason to fade them. So if, if they're in tandem, highly owned, is that what you're, what you're alluding to there? Like that they're going to be higher on in tandem. Than uh, the field? Or I guess, I guess what I'm trying to say is like individually, like just everyone on the slate, I think they are going to be similarly owned, but I feel like, everyone will have one of two of those guys, whereas they're not going to have one of two of some of the other equally owned guys. Does that, am I making sense? Uh, I think so. Uh, yeah. Maybe I'm just not completely understanding and you are yeah. making perfect sense. And it's just me, but really quick, the next fight here, Cruz, yeah. Dominic and Henry. I'll just do that. Yeah. Next, Cruz and Sejudo. Yes. I think okay. you nailed it. Um. This is the one where I would be more likely to target a duo in the same okay. lineup because so I have I, them okay. at 4.66 rounds over under. Okay. Let me make yeah. sure that's right while you keep talking. Yeah. And so the, what I read about this fight and was that they're both good wrestlers and I, and I'm guessing the odds, like you said, it's more likely to go the distance. So I think the the prevailing thought, right, is we want guys who get lots of strikes, lots of knockouts. Um, are you worried about a match going five rounds to decision not being as high score? Or sorry, this is going to be a three round match. Um, yeah, see, the over under though is 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 four point six six. So either Vegas is wrong or wait, is that a? Are you saying this is a five round match? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, I thought there was only one five round match. Well, this is what Bet Online is saying. Okay. Interesting. So, Could, does someone in the chat know? There's probably. I mean, yeah, Bet for- Online has been wrong. I can't see my keyboard and my awesome gamer uh, lighting here. At least how the previous cards have been, it's been if there's a main event and then like the Joanna one was a co-main event. So both of those were five rounds. As I understand it, there's only one. No, main no, event. no, no. Penny has it at four and a, four and a half as well. Really. 
Interesting. So are there, there's two fights that are going five rounds? Yeah. So it's a, I guess a double, um, double main card or whatever the fuck they call okay. it. Same thing with that Joanna fight, right? Wasn't yeah. She? I did. I just didn't know it was a, a co-main event. Okay. Well, maybe we should delete this part and then no one on no, no. the R edge. I'm a, I'm a transparent guy. I, I, I leave my flubs on there. Um, yeah. So that, that's definitely interesting. If it goes, if it is a five round, um yeah they're they're saying in the chat it is for a belt it's in a, a co-main event so i stand corrected um yeah that definitely then seems like the the obvious pivot if ownership's going to be lower there yeah for sure and then you know maybe they could pick up some of the uh, reversal and takedown. uh yeah get lucky there with a bunch of those and you know they're gonna they're still gonna throw some strikes my other little narrative note on Dominic Cruz coming off a three and a half year layoff, Brian. That's a pretty long time to be out of the ring. Okay, that shows you how much I know. I had no no clue that that was what but, it was. But you can you can spin zone that either way, right? You can you can say, well, man, that's bad. He hasn't been you know fighting, or you can say like, well, we don't know what he looks like. We don't know who he's been sparring. Maybe he's in the yeah. you know best shape of his life. We just don't know what his form is. They, uh, they have him as a pretty big dog now I'm looking at it, looking at it. And, um, you know, basically no chance of a knockout and, and, and very little chance of ending a fight before, before the, uh, the decision before the fifth round ends. Yeah. When I had looked at it, it was minus 185 for that one to go to decision. Yeah. I, um, I have him at a 24% chance of winning by decision too which is not good for a fight yeah. that's likely to go to decision yeah um there are a couple other interesting uh fights on here we got a couple heavyweight fights which we know uh in general from mma those are super high variants uh you can get a lot of knockouts with those you got um i love this guy's nickname francis the murderer naganu <laughs> uh or maybe it's just murder francis murder. francis the murder hornet hornet <laughs> the Francis the murder. He should he should have an addendum to his nickname and be like, no no no, it's um uh, Mr. Buffer. It's actually uh Francis Murder Hornet. Uh, and then we got this guy Rosenstrike, which having Strike or Struick in your in your name seems it's kind of like a Chris Moneymaker type thing, right? You're willing okay. the strike into existence. Yeah, no, that does seem like that's an edge for sure. So one thing I liked about these guys is um. 23 of their combined 27 fights have ended in a finish before decision. So these guys, these guys get work done. So those are definitely two guys I've been looking at. And Rosenstrike to me looks like one of the more live dogs here based on his profile and uh, the heavyweight stuff. Are your numbers saying similar? Okay. No, it was half, halfway. I'll meet you halfway. So the murder hornet in my. Is- <laughs> Is my second highest own right as of today. Okay. Um, but I'm, it looks like I'm going to go under the field on Rosenstrike. Okay. Um, feel- what what the- odds are you seeing on him? Because I'm seeing, let's see here. He's He's got 29% chance to win, which is one of the lowest on the slate. Yeah. Um, his chances of finishing the fight early are pretty slow. 14% in round one, 10% in round two um 21 percent chance of knockout yeah i mean this is this is more my narrative street just uh reading up on uh and and that stuff about 23 of 27 fights uh ending 
uh, before, and it's minus 310 not to go to decision, uh, which obviously could mean a landslide for the murder hornet. Um, but in these heavyweight matches, it is just a one punch kind of thing for these guys to knock someone to the floor. So if I was taking a dog down in this range, yeah. uh, he looks pretty live in that regard. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, yeah, his 21% chance knockout's pretty good. Um, I'd like to, you know, just thinking out loud, like a comparison of odds to win in first round and TKO odds. I wonder if there's anything there that could be predictive just comparing the two. Cause this is a little like comparing the, the first fight where, where Justin um, had a higher chance of winning in the first round than Tony Ferguson yeah, because he's such a knockout artist. Like if there's something there that could, uh, you know, help us predict who's going to yeah get more DK points. And I will say just from what I'm seeing from RG and Osmo, it doesn't seem like the ownership's going to get out of control on uh, Rosenstrike. Yeah. I'm still under, um, Let's see. Uh, I'm, I'm under mine. Okay, so I have a, I have a slightly different ownership percentage than uh, Alex does. Mine is. Let's see here. Mine's a little higher. Mine is uh, like sixteen percent. Okay. Yeah, that's and closer I'm to what RG has. I'm going under there. Okay. Yeah, I haven't I haven't run anything yet to see what I'm what I'm getting. But um, You're yeah. Have to so bump up, bump his uh, his projection up a couple points to fit him in. I'm thinking. I, I kind of like it because so I, basically I'm just looking at the profiles of some of these other guys, and um, again I'm just kind of looking for for guys who I think can get a surprise knockout because most of the time, right, the underdogs who are more wrestlers and grapplers, um, even if they sneak a decision win by, it's not going to be a huge scoring. Uh, performance just by their style uh, whereas these big KO guys can can really flip the script if you have him at 10% and he gets a first round knockout on a 40% owned yeah. guy I mean that can really be a slate winning move for you for sure like the ones I've won I've had like at least one or two of those guys in that lower 10% on an MMA slate is like a one percenter in a real you know a sport with more players and, and, you know, it goes without saying, I think you'll agree that this is not the fight to stack. Yeah. Plan both. Yeah. There are a couple other uh, just interesting guys in here. So we have Donald Cerrone, which uh, people know as the Cowboy. He's coming off of three straight knockout losses, including the one, the publicized one to McGregor. And the thing about him is I was reading some quotes about him and he just seems to be loving life right now of just like, I'm getting my payday. There was a quote where he's like, I'd fight in all three of these fights this week if I could. And I'm sure he got a very nice payday for the McGregor fight. This narrative streetwise just feels to be like a guy who is completely happy to take a paycheck right now. I, didn't he just fight like two weeks ago? <laughs> it seems like it wasn't that long ago. Well, it feels like wasn't the, um, yeah, the McGregor one, what, right. that had to have been like early February or late January, I want to say. Yeah, and it doesn't, it, it just doesn't feel that long, long ago, but I think I'm going to match the field on him, so. Yeah. Yeah, as, so he, right now. Yeah, it looks like, yeah, he'll be around uh, 25% uh, owned there. Uh, yeah, he, he's an interesting one. And then uh, other recognizable names, we have uh, a famed shitbag NFL player turned uh, MMA guy, Greg Hardy, 
Uh, looks like he has a 65% chance to win last I checked. And uh, what are your thoughts on Greg Hardy? The, the, the notes I read on him is that he's been tentative in his last few fights and they've been kind of low scoring decisions because he hasn't been willing to let his hands fly. Uh, are you willing to take a flyer on Greg, the shit bag Hardy? <laughs> yeah, I guess you're, we're not picking people for their uh, character, right? Um, no character points. In what this team did he play for? Why, he was why? on the Panthers, and then when he got released, yes. the Cowboys signed him. Okay, well, of course the Cowboys signed him. You got they have to like a mandatory sign someone who gets released for something like that by the Cowboys. Yeah, I am. Uh, uh, I think I am around the field in this this most recent crunch. Yeah, uh, he's he's got a pretty high strikeout uh, strikeout <laughs> knockout odds. I might even be <laughs> over the field. Um, let's look at his ads really. Oh, quick. I thought you were gonna say I might even be over this. <laughs> <laughs> He's got almost 40% chance of a knockout. Uh, uh, one of the highest, probably fifth or sixth highest, of winning in the first round. And you know, that's the combo you're looking for, right? Yeah, a knockout, a first round knockout. Yeah, is there anything else that you do? Um, to try to avoid dupes or, I mean, is this a, is this a slate where you would consider entering a couple of the same lineup or would you not go there with MMA? No, I'm not, I'm not going to go there. Um, you know, it might be, it might be on some slates. It might be where it's just like the lineups are just so, so obvious or some, uh, you know, you could have some basis to, to, to do that in MMA, I think, but I'm not, I am not going to do that. Uh, I think yeah. there's enough combinations to just try to do 150 uniques, but, le- but yeah, I'm definitely going to desperately trying to avoid dupes. Yeah. Yeah. But it's definitely uh, an issue here. I'm trying to see any other, we, we had a tweet come in on Twitter. We have a, an Oracle, an MMA Oracle by the name of Gabrielle, who has said Ferguson plus Cruz plus Rosenstrike plus Qatar plus Hardy, thank me later, smiley face emoji. I mean, did the Oracle just swoop into our lives and give us the answers to the test, Brian? That might be it. That Holy might be shit. the winner. Should we just shut it down? I mean, I think we got it. <laughs> if he deletes that tweet, otherwise we're going to be duping with everybody else. Yeah, I mean, but look, I, I don't want to dupe with randos, but I would happily dupe with the 22 of us plus you and me and Taylor right now. Like if the 25 of us, what, what's up top 50,000? No. Which one? No, the MMA. Uh, what in the big, the biggest 200. prize pool? 200. There's 200. And if there's 25 of us, okay. I'm just going to do a quick little math here on Google. Cause I can't do it in my head. That's 8k each. I'll, I'll do 8k each with each of you. Okay. I'll take it. I mean, I know you're, you know, in a legal battle to get 30,000. So this might seem like peanuts. You're my lawyer, don't you? Aren't you? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I do get a third of that, which will be nice. Uh, But I think it'd be a nice thing for the fans. Um, All right, here's the deal, guys. Um, We have 15 likes on this video. And dare I say it's net 14. Because some asshole, I'm going to guess, was it you, King? The King at one point said you didn't say anything helpful for KBO, but you had just started your rant and then you got there. So hopefully the King wasn't the one dislike, but um, 
if have you already said your favorite play on this MMA slate? Um, I don't think I have. I mean, Maybe would I, you would you share it for net? Yeah, as long as it, it hopefully doesn't change by Saturday. Uh, I mean, you will have to do a emergency press conference if your favorite play changes. What what are we considering favorite? Like compared to ownership? Yeah, but well, first of all, I need to come up with a realistic benchmark here. Um, we have twenty three watching right now. We have fifteen net likes. I mean, you know, I with, we... with the hate I'm getting on Twitter for uh, <laughs> for um, posting about the the slate postponement, we might we might uh, we might not get any more likes after this. Yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, there's a guy may... complaining about our last. He went back in my timeline and complained about our last show. Who did? Blaze, the real Blaze one. Did I get this notification? What did he say? I'm sure he did, yeah. He said, some dude wants a random tiebreaker and GPPs with same lineups. Can't make this shit up. You <laughs> <laughs> can't make this shit up. Some dude. Oh, my God. And, like, I'm clearly, I'm clearly, uh, clearly like half joking half like i have a horrible idea is how i start that fucking segment off yeah i, I mean idea but i'm gonna say it anyways brian i think you are the people turning against you our beloved hero have you are you turning full heel if you look if you look at my first videos youtube videos they're like a hundred percent thumbs up <laughs> Until I started doing lulls. <laughs> what? Yeah. What would you say is the variable that changed, Brian? <laughs> I mean, let's let's just do some math. Let's try to figure out what's different. Yeah. It's like, give me good free information, motherfucker. I don't want to hear any of your other bullshit. And as soon as that free information stops, you can go fuck yourself. Like that's what the that's what this Blaze guy is probably thinking. Sorry, guys. As long as I'm around, you're gonna be getting a tall stiff glass of bullshit <laughs> uh, i am just very much looking forward to this mma card you know oh, wait wait i got a good i got a good oh, tweet M here we go corf responded again uh-oh mcorf laughing my ass off dude keeps whining to win in a not honest fashion not sure who's worse, you or awesome dfs or all the big companies who gobble up that stimulus Jesus, man, grow up. Lots this is of people such a... less a bankroll than you who stand to lose drastically if DK were to enact an absurd ruling. Hang on. We, hey, Taylor, I need to just, I kind of want to get this tweet up. I mean, it is so good. <laughs> I love that he tagged Osibo too. And I did not see the, uh, hey, God, I, I got to get this to Taylor. <laughs> It's a pretty big compliment to Alex that he's a big company gobbling up all this stimulus, you know, like it is uh Boeing and awesome.com are getting are getting the billions, apparently, based on uh M Corp here. The best part though is that he the companies who gobbled up the stimulus, <laughs> the stimulus he's just combining every all of his hate. Right well, now, you know, it's like, what else do I hate? I hate Alex it, Baker. I hate these fucking stimulus bailouts. Yeah, I mean, honestly, some of, like, first of all, the bailing out these airlines is my number one, just biggest thing 
the biggest bee in my bonnet, the thing that really steams my beans. You want to know what's number two? The Lakers? You. Oh. Just, just trying to get your 30000 like all the airlines. <laughs> you know what you want? You want the bailout, and then you're going to buy back your own stocks and just pop it. You're <laughs> sick, man. You and Osimo and American Airlines, the fucking scum of the earth, man. This guy is uh... – but, you know, he did tell me to grow up, so that's good advice, <laughs> right? Yes. Uh, considering I was, like, half-joking through the whole thing, lots of people with less of a bankroll than you who stand to lose drastically if DK were to enact an absurd ruling. I wonder, right, I, wonder, I wonder if this guy has some live lineups he might uh, want to see. Uh, have a good day tomorrow. <laughs> you know what would sure. be fucking hilarious if I win this anyways? <laughs> that would... That would be, that would be fun. How, how, like, I didn't even, cause I wasn't in that contest. I have no idea. Like what percentage chance do you think your lineups would hold? Um, I don't, I didn't really even look, but probably not that good. A whole, I mean, a whole, hey, hang on. Be, as your lawyer, sleep. as your lawyer, I don't oh, want you to put this on tape. 100%. No, it was just as the Lulz co-host, I had to ask you the question, but as your lawyer, I had to prevent you from responding. Okay. You, you have dual <laughs> duties here. Hey, Marcus Amparo, that's not nice. He's the type of dude who eats boneless wings. I like boneless wings. Maybe boneless I should wings? Just... Yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, why not? I mean, I'm not going to discriminate. In this economy? In this I economy? Care. I don't care what's in that wing, brother. I'm eating it. <laughs> Brick equals big tobacco. <laughs> <laughs> what was funny. that? What was that movie? They... Oh, Thank You for Smoking? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Thank You for Playing DFS. Yeah, more like big esport is out to get me. <laughs> big esport. Just, just think where we are. It all started on that fateful night uh, in mid March. You and me were just going to talk about NBA, the PGA Tour, and our entire lives were turned upside down, brother. That was yeah, that was pretty crazy. We had, I still think we had no clue what was going on there, like. All it was was I think I think this game might be canceled. And then how many months ago is that? It's been two and a half. Two and a half months. Yeah. Yeah. And now you know that's probably you know we probably should give M Corf a break. He's been stuck in his fucking house with his you know mask on, chicken nuggets, eating boneless wings, fucking looking watching msnbc all day with these fucking bailouts he just can't take it and and then he's got a live lineup and the game's canceled and this fucking brick 75 guy's gonna ruin his dreams of taking down 50k you know you're really selfish i'm on m corp's team now i think well uh i will when you get that 30,000, third of it comes to me that's right. And probably for a PR movie, you should probably send a third of it to M Corf. You should probably donate another 5k to some kind of coronavirus related charity. You probably send another 2k to awesome just for being a great mentor for you. And <laughs> you could probably buy yourself some boneless chicken wings with what's left. I'm not sending awesome shit. Apparently this guy's getting a big bailout, big stimulus bailout. And that, that, you know, that's not right. What do you what do you think about speaking of this big stimulus bailout that Osmo got? He used it to create a pop culture spinoff site. What do you think of this? Osmo is now peddling 
these really kind of um, these bro culture stories that are kind of appealing to my yeah. non-DFS sensibilities. Our boy Jake Hari in the chat wrote one uh, I read the other day, uh, or maybe today. Um, yeah, you know, side action, a little toxic, mm. a little toxic, a little on toxic side. I told you, I DM'd you, I said more like girls in tech action would be a better yeah. title, you know, but. Um, I, yeah. I just want, Osimo should just go full barstool smoke show with it and just post a new katie bell instagram post of the day just create a vertical under yeah. the osimo empire called osimo osimo bell um taco bell i will we'll work on the name and yeah. uh you just you just post katie bell instagram posts i think that's uh that, that's that, a viable just, all you need is a direct feed from his twitter so it's, it'll be an easy change he should hire uh, M. Corf to do like a two-hour show. Yeah. Every day on it live. Uh, I'm sure that people will tune in for that. Yeah, I would. I would. I would too. Um, are there any questions from the chat? Um, I know I didn't give out a specific light goal, but um, just between you and me, guys, Brian, don't listen. Like Brian's like pretty steamed up in a pretty pissy mood, so I don't yeah. think you guys are getting like a gold star lock, five star play of the week tonight just saying just saying it guys um, i'm a little i'm a little tilted up oh wow this is breaking news the king says awesome is starting an only fans uh site which whoo little awesome showing a little skin talking dfs i mean talking about a multi-million what? dollar idea so okay this is what our tax dollars are going to or our stimulus dollars the government printing press rather yeah. that's going to <laughs> <laughs> Um, Brick, is there yeah. anything else you'd like to say before we say goodnight to the good people? I don't know. I think I'm, I think I'm on the verge of going full, not give a flying fuck. And, is, uh, is that why you punched a hole in your drywall before we went live? No, but I have done that when I was younger. <laughs> I, did, I did too. Once in my childhood bedroom, my dad had to patch it up. He was none too happy. I uh, I destroyed a I destroyed a couch after uh, a bad poker session. This is so long ago. My roommate I had a roommate at the time, and he came home and I I took I had my keyboard. I smashed the the arm off of the off of the couch, and just like the 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 post was sticking up, and I and I smashed the keyboard through the oh. post. It punctured all the way through, went halfway down, and I just fucking left. And my roommate came home from work to this display of just like he thought like somebody came came there and and killed oh me. Oh my god, that is. Hey God, that reminds me. Did you see the uh, Corona Poker Club Twitch clip of Siege losing oh, it? Holy tilt! <laughs> he cannot was... enjoy, he cannot be enjoying gambling with that level of tilt. No, I just don't know. You can't you can't be that emotionally invested. Man, it could cause health consequences. I'm saying, I'm thinking now. Yeah, he, he it was fucking hilarious though. There's something about there's a guilty pleasure I take in watching a dude get tilted up at poker. I don't know what it is, and I shouldn't probably shouldn't feel it, but my God, I love it. No, there is, uh, you know, there's a German word for it. It's called Schadenfreude. Yeah, and uh, Siege is someone that. Uh, he gives a lot of Schadenfreude to uh, to all of us, and we appreciate him for that. Um, 
All right, guys. This yeah. was quite the show. Um, you know, we started with Noah Hoffman and we finished with Rage Tilting. Uh, and in a way, they're all the same, aren't they, Brian? Yeah, uh, I don't think Noah tilts much. He seems like a pretty even, even keel guy, but sure. Yeah. Well, uh, good luck, everyone, with your KBO adventures. Good luck in the iRacing streets, should you uh, choose to join us. And of course, good luck Saturday in our full MMA card. For Taylor, for my co-host in the very fired up Brick 75, who I will fight for in court, <laughs> I'm Peter Overzet, and this has been Lowell's. We'll see you next week.